Welcome or welcome back to Pre-Arb Excellence, a Roots-based Chicago Cubs podcast with an eye on player development and Javier Baez mocking Amir Garrett on his way to first base on a walk-off that's bouncing off the wall. Javier Baez, if he is traded soon, he is going to be missed. He's going to be missed. You can hate some of the stuff he does, but flat out, he is a riot. Him paddling his boat down to first base, staring out at Amir Garrett. (laughs) Okay, uh, a little bit of update on the trade. The trade of Andrew Chafin. It's now as official as it has to be, probably. Um... When I looked again, when I looked again, I was wrong. Greg Dykeman was a 40-plus. Greg Dykeman was a 40-plus. If the Cubs were getting a 40-plus on fan graphs for Andrew Chafin, that was fantastic. They had, what it ends up being is Andrew Chafin for Greg Dykeman plus a player. Okay, so the... 40-plus, which is plenty enough for Chafin, plus a player, whoever that was. Now, this part I got in the, got right in the last one. If you're going to get a guy, you're going to get a guy who has something going on. Daniel Palencia. I just went back and looked at the Oakland A's prospect list. One thing I want to say about prospect lists, some, te- some people say this team has nobody in their system. Nobody emphasizing the word nobody. Which is horse shit. That's that that's just if somebody's saying this other t- team has nobody in their system, they're lying or they're an idiot, possibly both. Everybody has some level of quality. Sometimes you have to look a little bit harder. But if you're trying trading a player like Andrew Chafin, Jed Hoyer did a fantastic job on this trade. I don't know how it's going to play out. Dykeman was one of the six 40-pluses on the A's. He will need to be protected this offseason or else he could possibly be Rule 5 And he might be Rule 5 So uh, it's probably worth... Rule fiving him, um, probably worth putting him on the 40 man roster this offseason just because possibly might even want to send him to the um, Arizona Fall League just to make sure he gets in some more at bats, some more looks from our coaches, etc., etc., etc. That would be all good. So, Dykeman plus anyone in the universe would be fine. Dykeman plus anyone in the universe for Andrew Chafin, would have been fine. Andrew Palencia is 5'10", 160. Think of that, 5'10", 160. It's kind of like a um, college point guard back in 1978. 5'10", 160. He's slinging 100. He's... Slinging a hundred. He's in or was in 
Low A Stockton. So you know all those times I was listening to Brian Buelvis play for the Stockton Ports? I was doing that quite a bit. Um, it paid dividends. Paid dividends. I, 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 did, I, I probably heard Daniel Palencia pitching once. Nothing stuck. Nothing took because I can't really pay attention to everyone, everything. But uh, I was, I, I'm confident, I'm confident I must have accidentally into one of his outings. I think he's four outings, six outings, something like that. Something along the lines of 17 and a third innings, 19 hits, 19 strikeouts. What jumped off the page at me was that he's only walked eight guys. That's, I, I was expecting that, you know, when I saw the, Innings pitched, the hits number, the age relative to the league, the strikeouts. I was expecting a much higher walk number than I saw. Eight. That's entirely reasonable. I'm used to um, low-A pitchers having much higher numbers than that. So what you end up getting with this trade, Chafin goes to Oakland. Fine. Congratulations. Do a great job. Have fun, win the win the ring, do whatever you do. Wonderful, excellent, fantastic. So now Chafin goes away. Someone from Iowa comes up to take his spot. Who that is, I'm really not too hung up on it. Uh, probably somebody who's already on the 40-man roster, Manny Rodriguez. Um, that, that would be my guess. Uh, could be off on that. I haven't checked to see who is eligible to get called up yet, but Manny Rodriguez, heck, bring him up for tomorrow. Bring him up for tomorrow. Why not? Um, he's already on the 40. Bring him up. Let him pitch. M maybe he would pitch in his first game. Maybe he would have his first night off. Either or, whichever, whatever. Doesn't particularly matter. It's not a rush on everything. So, Get Manny Rodriguez start to get, or, or whoever, wired in. Okay, not a problem. Dykeman goes to Iowa as the principal right fielder. Now, somebody is going to be kind of on the outs as far as playing time, and it's not going to be 40-man roster holder uh, Janeshwi Fargus, who also should play pretty much every game. Janashwi Fargus has played at five different levels this year. Five different levels this year. Five different levels this year. Major League, AAA, AA, um, short season ball. And one of the eight, no, it was uh, low A. Yeah, it was low A because I was hearing him play for St. Lucie. He's played for five different levels. For none of those teams has he played more than eight games. He's played at five different levels. For none of those levels has he played any more than eight games. Here's my idea for Janeshwi Fargus. Dude, you're going to AAA and you're staying there the rest of the year. Just send him there, let him play. Let him play, let him play, let him start five, four or five times a week, let him come off the bench as a pinch hitter once a week, whatever. Let him play. Let him play, get him used to playing, get him used to seeing pitchers that he hasn't seen before and breaking stuff in the dirt and making outs and hitting right center field doubles and all that kind of stuff. Uh, but as far as 
Daniel Palencia, I, I think I have the name right. I, it, it, that That's what's on my mind. It might be different. And if you're yelling at your computer, damn, you got it wrong. And I'm sorry, I'm looking at my computer, my um, podcast screen, not my computer screen right now. He is a low A starter. He has been starting at Stockton in low A. Send him to Myrtle Beach. Plug him in somewhere. Now all of a sudden, your Myrtle Beach rotation starts to look like DJ Hers, Richard Gallardo, Daniel Palencia. Um, you got your Manuel Espinoza. And two other guys. My, my brain just shut down. Completely shut down. And what you can do now is either back someone up into being a reliever instead of a starter at the low A level. Or if you do kind of buy into all your starters, you can move one of the starters up to uh, advanced A. Either or. What you're doing is you're increasing depth in the pipeline. That's the entire goal of a trade. For two months plus of Andrew Chafin, who may come back next year. I have no idea. Andrew Chafin, two months of Andrew Chafin. The Cubs have a 40-plus outfielder and a 40-plus starting pitcher who's a year under age level at low A ball, and he's already chucking 100. For 10 weeks of Andrew Chafin. Yeah, I, I don't know how this trade's going to end up. Uh, Andrew Chafin may be fantastic in Oakland. He may be terrible in Oakland. But getting two 40-pluses for Andrew Chafin is fantastic. If Jed's going to keep doing that, I might going to have to start reassessing how he is doing as an executive. Um, you can only base on what you've seen. Oh, one other thing to toss in there. Um, Dykeman is Rule 5 eligible this offseason. I'd mentioned that. Palencia is not. So there is still a lean toward getting players who are not Rule 5 eligible this offseason in trades, but it is not a complete standard mandate that all of them have to be. There is a difference. There is a lean toward, given a 50-50, the preference might probably be. Now, I was not in the negotiations. Clearly not. I would not be let in by the A's or the Cubs or the league. Trust me. I was not in the negotiations. I do not know what was going on. I am completely unaware. However, if you're getting 240 pluses, if you're getting 240 pluses, sometimes it's still not entirely clear in my universe. If a 40 plus is transferred over to being one player. 
I don't know what that number is. I don't know what that number is. But obviously, um, if the Cubs were asking for a 50, for instance, it was declined because they ended up getting 240 pluses. Now, if you're getting 240 pluses, if you're getting 240 pluses for two months of a reliever, that's pretty darn good. But I, I think there may have been a request for someone further up the flagpole. And about three or four up the flagpole from Andrew Dykeman, which would make him five or six up the flagpole from Palencia, who was just barely below Dykeman. He only had six A pluses. Dykeman was the third. I think Palencia was the fifth. He might have been the sixth. But again, when you're in that tight of a range, it's very similar between the two players or the three players or the six players or the whatever. I would not doubt even remotely in the slightest if the Cubs were aggressively, aggressively, aggressively pushing for Brian Buelvis. And the A said, no, we're not going to do that. We're not going to do that. We'll give you Dykeman and somebody else. And that's how the negotiation thing works. We'll give you Dykeman plus somebody else. And Jed Hoyer asks, okay, fine, who's the other? Well, you see this guy halfway down the list on the 40s? Click. That's how negotiations work. That's how negotiations work. It could be the Cubs were saying, you give us Brian Welvis or we're not doing it. And the A's countered, how about we give you a 40 plus and a 40? Click. I don't want to give you Welvis. I'll give you Dykeman, but I won't give you Welvis. Okay. Who are you going to give me? 40 plus. Uh, I'll give you a 40, but not a 40 plus. Click. Then finally, I want Bel- I want Blelvis. I can't give you Blelvis. How about we go Dykeman plus Palencia? That's the league. That's how you negotiate. I was not in on the negotiations. I have no idea. I'm never going to hear. But if you're getting two... 40 plus players for two and a, two months and a week, two weeks of a left-handed relief pitcher. Two 40 pluses, both of whom have upside. For Andrew Chafin? Wow. That's surgery. (laughs) That's butchery. I don't know if... I don't know if Dykeman's going to produce in the Cubs pipeline. I don't know if Palencia is going to produce in the Cubs pipeline. All you can know right now is the information that you know right now which is kind of sketchy. It's really kind of sketchy, 
but there's enough stuff out there. Dykeman should be able to be a major league starting outfielder of some merit that can play right field and a little bit of left and maybe some absolute desperation center field, but he's going to hit for Andrew Chafin with a kid playing his first year of professional baseball in full season ball for Fresno, a team that has recently been absolutely hideous on a don't-catch-a-falling-knife sort of a losing streak. He's been okay. His numbers are a little high. He's not going deep into games. A couple more hits than innings pitched. Strikeouts and innings, right about the same. Walk's not bad. For Andrew Chafin. This is a really good trade. This is a really good trade for the Cubs. I'm going to... Andrew Chafin is probably the... Um, among the least... Uh, wow. What's the word I want to use? Um, self-serving? Um, arrogant? Baseball players out there, it's like I'm. I'm a relief pitcher. I'm not a. I'm not. You know, he knows exactly who he is. He's completely comfortable in his own skin, and um, that's refreshing. It will be unfortunate not having him around anymore. May he be resigned in 2022. But part of seasons like this is when one player leaves. Wish them well, wish them the best, and assess what's coming in. Greg Dykeman could be a starting right fielder in the National League within the next two or three years. Legitimate, actual starting right fielder with some power, throw the ball to third base and get the runner out there, all that kind of stuff. Decent enough, um, decent enough speed, decent enough arm. And Palacios, uh, Palencia, Palencia. See what he is as he develops. He's from Venezuela. See who he is as he develops. And uh, fortunately, 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 um, the Cubs have Pablo Aliendo in um, Myrtle Beach. Pablo Aliendo stays in Myrtle Beach as long as Daniel Palencia is there. And I've got to check to see if Daniel Palencia is on Twitter because I followed Dykeman just about 27 minutes ago. And uh, Palencia should be my next fellow. And boy, I'm getting close to that level that I don't want to go over. But yeah, this is a fantastic trade. It might not work out. Neither of them might end up being any good. 
The fact of the matter is the A's wanted Andrew Chafin. The A's wanted Andrew Chafin, and the A's historically are more willing to give up minor league talent than other teams. More willing to give up minor league talent than other teams. And it appears, it appears, Jed Hoyer did his job. Dykeman for Chafin would have been fine. Palencia and a piece for Chafin would have been fine. Those two both for Chafin. So, Billy Bean, do you want Javier Baez as well? Um, yeah. I, I Once I get this one logged, I'm going to have to go out and have a celebratory um, chug of something because this is... You can assess things out on into the future. You can do the absolute cop-out and say, I don't know anything about these players, so because of that... Uh, I have no idea how they'll do. Palencia has upside. Dykeman has upside. It's not hard to draw a picture around their upside. Somebody on my Twitter was complaining, complaining, complaining because Hoyer never gets any pitching. He never throws anybody, gets anybody that throws hard. Palencia's 100. I'm good with this trade. Thanks for stopping by. Be safe. Be nice to others, even if they're A's fans. And, of course, have a great tomorrow.